Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to the Stepping Out Challenge and the bonus podcast for the month of October. So if you listened yesterday and if you've been listening to the series, I've been talking about um, challenges that I've done and they've been kind of quite intense challenges and I'm looking back on them and some of them have included, you know, working in your art journal, art supplies, um, healthy eating, And currently I'm looking at being a carer. And yesterday I spoke about tips for carers and some of the tips I looked at was, you know, how we look after ourselves, how we think about our our loved ones and the relationships that we have. And I touched on the relationships and perceived relationships with social workers and my initial experience well it's not it wasn't my initial experience it was the one that I had um, seen played out on the TV and in the newspapers and they got a real really bad press at one point and then um, I never thought that I would I mean I had a son and the fear was oh my gosh you know what if what if they did come to this house and you know for whatever reason decided to take your son away and then the idea that they had that power to come into your house and make changes without your consent um, and just the devastation of that especially to do with with kids and obviously you want kids to be safe and you want them to be able to do their jobs um, and also do their jobs in places where you know the kids have, have, have not been looked after and um, and for years and years and years, it goes unnoted. Um, but I wanted to continue today just to briefly again look at how I then started working with social workers and looking at how both parties, both the carer and the social worker, comes into a situation with a, a certain perception and how you deal with that and how you leave your baggage and deal with the question at hand. And then obviously, once you've gone, you can pick your baggage back up, but you don't bring it into the setting. Um, And then I'll conclude with further tips that as a carer that you can focus on. So I'm gonna get started. Um, As I say, you know, working with social workers, I found that um, after I had begun to attend a variety of carers, groups just out of the blue well it wasn't out of the blue actually we attended this um session where there were social workers present and they wanted to ask us a few questions so they did and after that i was asked to do a regular workshop um, for the social workers at this particular training institute and oddly enough these social workers on another group that I started tutoring on were doing a course where they had increased powers and they could make 
the decision to have individuals sectioned. Whereas before, you would have to have a doctor present and then the doctor and the social worker deem that, well, this person needs to be sectioned. But this particular course, which was a year course, gave them additional powers, which meant that if they decided, then that person was gonna be sectioned for 30 days. And it was interesting to hear things from their perspective about specifically about life and the struggles that they had on the day-to-day, whether they felt overwhelmed or stressed, and also dealing with the issues that they had in their own lives. And that was something that you never really thought about. You didn't think about them as human. Well, I mean, that was my perception. Um, And the course kind of grew because I wanted to find out what their perception was and whether, you know, I had any basis for mine or how that impacted on them. And within all of this, I shared with them the carer's perspective, especially when they have to make decisions about the carer and those that are being cared for. And for them to really think about how much their own baggage they are bringing to the table. And so we looked at the perceptions that they have when they arrive in the carer's home and the ones that the carer has and how the one being cared for might be feeling when the social worker arrives because you've got a lot of people of a certain generation especially if you're dealing with dementia where um you know the person is proud and you know they've done everything on their own they don't ask for help they never ask for help and the idea that you've got some stranger this young person coming in and then telling you how you should live your life, how you should organize your home and things like that. Um, For some people it was just, it would be, you know, what is this person doing here? I don't need any help. Um, But it was an amazing opportunity which led to regular training sessions looking at the carer's perspective as well as what the social worker brings to the situation. And All of the social workers, I must say, that attended over, say, a three-year period were attentive and they shared their own experience and they really did kind of open up. Um, And it made for an enriched session and it all came about from taking a step to share my own experience. The more time I spent working on presentations about being a carer, I realised that there were some things that I was doing that I needed to share. And along came another A to Z challenge, which prompted me to share about some of the things that I had found helpful along the way to get on with what I needed to do. And to add to that, you know, the other things that it led to was speaking in Barbados, um, at the Alzheimer's Association, um, regular meeting for a couple of years, speaking at their conferences, um, doing other workshops in Oxford, um, on radio in Barbados, on TV in Barbados. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, the, this, as I said, does, does impact on the whole community 
and people want to know about it. And so the more and more I thought about it, the more it was just like, you need to share. What I found is, as well, um, self-care. Now, this is the overriding thread that you need to address and put strategies in place to make sure that you get some respite on a regular basis. And the first thing that often suffers for carers is caring for ourselves. We are consumed with caring for another person and all the other things such as family, dependents, your job, and a million and one other activities that you have to do for other people. So in writing the tips, I wanted to offer practical things that I found useful when helping mum. From looking after, from looking after yourself, finding a support network, simple things like getting out of the house and getting some fresh air, sharing your story. The main thing was to be, or to think about being flexible with the time that you had and the resources that you had available to you. And look at the kind of support that you currently have in in your midst. It might be that you can ask somebody, you know, can you sit with my loved one while I just have an hour's break or go for lunch or just have a soak in the bath or just be able to read a book without, without having to worry about getting up every five minutes. Um, and this kind of support is really crucial. It takes a community to care for the elderly with dementia and so often it's one person kind of soldiering on, they get ill and then you know there's the aftermath afterwards so dementia doesn't discriminate and everyone is affected not just the individual and their carer the carer's job you know the carer's family um, and then the emotional impact and I've spoken to some people whose parents were placed in a home or they put them in a home and they've decided not to have anything to do with them saying that, well, you know, they don't recognise me anyway, so what's the point? And that person doesn't realise that there are emotional repercussions that come from choosing to abandon a loved one in that way. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with putting um, your parent or, you know, into a home. And I've had to make that heart, you know, really, really devastating decision. But it's that the idea that you would never see them again, you know, that person who brought you up, who cared for you, and you feel, you don't feel that there's any other emotional attachment other than, you know, them being able to look at you and recognize you and say, say your name. There are so many other ways that, um, that we recognize each other through touch, through the sound and tone of the voice. And even in a home, I find that you have to schedule care. So even when you've placed your loved one in a home to make sure that they've got, you know, people coming to see them when you're not able to and um, spending quality time with them. So however you feel you are coping, it doesn't hurt to get some more help. And there are some people who have no access to social care and are doing it on their own. When you bury your head in the sand about the situation, you miss important things that could have been put in place ahead of time, but become a crisis if it 
if you leave it, it becomes a crisis. So putting plans in place makes the journey a bit easier. And the tips for carers has always been a way for me to start to share with others, not only about my own experience, but a way to help as well. So these tips are not exhaust an exhausted list and depending on your need, you need to tweak them a bit. So if you want, you can find the additional tips in the profile. And tomorrow I'll be sharing the challenge I did called 30 Days to a Healthier Lifestyle. So I hope during this month you find time to challenge yourself and stretch yourself out of your comfort zone. And remember to come back and see me tomorrow. It's never too late to start. The main thing is to take one step at a time. So see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.